Salutations, Fartlet family, and welcome to another episode of the What The Fartlet podcast. We're now on Series 4, and since October 2020, Matt and myself, as well as our team, have been bringing you some inspirational chats with our amazing running community, and some assorted nonsense from us. Yeah, if you've never listened to us before, we've got a huge back catalogue of episodes available for free on Spotify, Apple, Google, or directly through our brand new website. Please do subscribe, leave us a rating and review if you enjoyed the show today. Now, alongside our website, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and we love to hear from you guys. If you've got any feedback, ideas, or just fancy a natter, then find us, follow us, and come and have a chat with us. All the links are in our bio. Our community challenge is back for Series 4, as Rob, myself, and Editor Jack lead a team of runners to take on fun challenges and bank the most miles to be crowned champions. 140 people are taking part, but we always welcome new faces. It's free, it's fun. So hit us up if you want to join in. And last but not least, we are supporting Prostate Cancer UK as our charity of the year. Please help us support the amazing work they do by checking out our Just Giving page and donating if you can. And with that being said, oh, go on, mate, you can do it this time. Really? Yeah, you've earned it. Get in. Hit the music. Are you alone? Right then, you lot, we have got an absolutely action-packed show at What The Fart Like this week. However, before we do, we've got something very, very important to talk about. Matthew, do you remember our guest last week? Yeah, I do. Uh, Laura Laura Jones? L- Laura Jones, indeed, of We Are Fearless fame. Now, mm. we recorded that episode a couple of weeks ago, so we weren't able to cover off a campaign that Laura's got very, very heavily involved with since we went through that chat and given the absolutely awful events that are currently taking place over in Afghanistan. I don't know if you've seen it, Matt, all over Instagram, but the Fearless yeah. for Refugees campaign is well underway and Laura is doing some amazing work to try and do her bit and help out. And you guys can get involved and help out as well. Now, me and Matt, we could talk all day, but the lady herself will put it so much better. So how about, Matt, we get Jack to roll that little clip we've got lined up and we get Laura back on to tell us all about Fearless for Refugees and the good work she's doing and how people can support her. Yeah, I'll get him to do it now. Hi folks, it's Laura here from We Are Fearless Club. Thanks ever so much, Rob and Matt and everyone at What The Fartlek for letting me have a little five minutes of airtime just to tell you about something. Um, today I've launched something called Fearless for Refugees and I asked Rob and Matt if they would just let me give it a little shout out to all their listeners. Basically, Carly and myself um, have been, like everybody, desperately saddened by the media reports from Afghanistan, and we really felt compelled to try and do something to help. So we've set up, like I say, Fearless for Refugees. It is going to be a combined group effort, um, and we hope that together we can cover the distance from Kabul to Dover, which is 4,616.7 miles, um, in honour of our shared humanity and to raise funds for refugee action which is a uk-based charity to help people who have survived some of the world's worst regimes get support they need to be able to live again with dignity um 
Um, all you need to do if you'd like to get involved is either find me on social media, so I'm Laura Ellen J, or We Are Fearless Club. The details are there. There's a crowdfunder page. You can search on crowdfunder for Fearless for Refugees and you'll find it. You just need to make a pledge. It could be a pound. Um, and basically pledge that you're going to give us your September miles. They can be walked, run, cycled, swam, whatever you want to do. We'll ask you to join a, face, um, a Strava group, which will log all our miles so we can keep a track of when we've covered the distance. Uh, and what I've managed to do is get some businesses on board who will, to incentivize us, when we cover the distance, when we make the crossing, they're going to give us a, a donation, a lump sum. If we manage to do it twice, um, they'll give us some more money. And if we manage to do it three times, they'll give us even more money. So it's a massive incentive to be fearless, set your miles as high as you can, give yourself a bit of a personal challenge. Like I say, I know that for a lot of people, the funds are a bit tricky at the moment. So you might only just want to donate a, a pound, make a pledge of a pound, but then help us with the mileage and help us get to those milestones. I've also got some spot prizes to give out, some raffle prizes to everyone that signs up that donates you know, at least a pound and donates some miles to us. We'll go into a draw to win some prizes from some of my lovely, supportive friends who have got businesses. So everything from bottle of gin to race entries, we've got all sorts. So there's there's loads of good reasons to do it. And if you need another reason, you know, there might, you might be helping someone who is at a place in their life where they need it most. But yeah, there's extra reason as well. So please give me your miles. Um, join me, help me give a bit of hope to the people who need it most at the moment. And I'll be really, really grateful. Uh, that's it. Thanks ever so much, guys. And I promise that I'll leave the next episode alone. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Hey, Matt. Hello there. Have you recovered from Aaron on Sunday yet? <laughs> Strangely, yes, I have. I thought I'd be yeah. uh, still hobbling about, but yeah, I've been uh, been on a walk today with with Isaac, uh, and yeah, they seem a bit fine. Yes, how, how are your legs? Uh, I'd rather not talk about it, if I'm honest. Uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll go through that in a moment. But before we do, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series Four, Episode Nine of the What the Folly Podcast. My name's Rob, and I'm Matthew, and uh, we're very happy to be here. Can you believe we're nearly in September, Matt? Wake me up when September ends. Oh, there's a good mm. reference for you. <laughs> um, yeah. Know, yeah. God, it's flying. This year's flying in. I still feel I still feel like it's two twenty twenty though, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But how many times can we go on about that though? It's like just we, I, I feel yeah. like you need to let it go, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the it's like the Sopranos, man, it's over. <laughs> um, get a new show. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it does it, it it seems crazy that um twenty twenty just seemed to go on for so long, yet at the same time nothing happened. And yes. then now that the world's opened up again, it's just rattling by. But what is great, my friend, is that it's a little bit more like normal. Uh, we've got part run back. We've got races back. I've done two races, which is amazing. Yes. Um, I was able to MC at a race. I've been out amongst people, which has been really cool. We did our little football tournament. There's been a little yeah. game. There's been loads of, of good stuff happening. So whilst it is going quickly, we're making some pretty good memories, aren't we? We are, yes. That's all memories to be made Yeah, every week from now on, hopefully. Mm, absolutely yeah no no slowing down yes. um how's your week been then my friend 
Yeah, I think one of the biggest mileage weeks. I think that helps with the uh, the, the run that we went on on uh, on Sunday, the eighteen mile that we uh, that we did with uh, our friend Lynn. Um, but yeah, ankles feeling fine, calves feeling fine. Things are starting to gel together, and uh, I'm plodding along nicely. Yeah, so, uh, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, I think you're doing really well, mate. Um, it was a good run, wasn't it, on Sunday? I mean, it was horrible at the time, but we really... St- 18 miles, Matt and I did. Longest run I've done on my plan. Longest Matt run Matt's done in a long, long while as well, yes. isn't it? And uh, and Lynn as well, stepping up her running uh, since uh, recovering from her ultramarathon. And, uh, and yeah, it was tough. We ran along the Chesterfield Canal. Um, there were a few stop and walk breaks. It wasn't yeah. particularly pretty or, or consistent. Well, we say consistent, but actually, when when you looked at the, it didn't feel consistent. But when you looked at the splits afterwards, yeah, it was good, wasn't it? So yeah, we stopped to get a couple of gels in, didn't we? I mean, it, like like we said for these marathon plans, it's time on feet, and it's it doesn't really matter unless you you've got a section in in your in your plan that says eight miles at marathon pace or whatever it is. It's just mm. time on feet, and and that's what I needed, and it's. Definitely give me a bit of confidence to, uh, to know knowing that I can probably smash out the uh, marathon in uh, in October. Yeah, fingers crossed and looking forward to Chester. I got a little email from Chester Marathon this afternoon that said, yes. uh, "Tell us, t- is this still your address? Because we're sending out your race pack soon." Got yeah. the goosebumps, feeling pretty positive about that. Looking forward to spending some quality time with good friends and yeah. doing some. I was, good. I was thinking, I got the same email. I was thinking about changing my name to Tiny Dancer on me. <laughs> That would be wonderful. That would be amazing. Please, please do it. Please do it. Or Matt um, Bag or something. Rob Ed. Or... Rob Ed, Matt Bag. Oh, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe Yeah, maybe we should. Uh, we will talk about that offline. Um, hmm. So, why don't you tell everyone what we've got on the show today, Mafu? I shall tell everyone what we've got on the show. So, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about anxiety and uh, how that affects people's running and stuff like that. And we've got a lovely chat with Tanya, Matt Bag. Matt Bag herself, aka Mumma.runner uh, on Instagram. We've got the summer showdown results, the roll call, and then the thank yous. Ooh, thank you. Ooh, hello, thank you. Yeah, so I feel, you know you know what? I, I think it's important that we uh, approach some of these subjects because I feel like the first half of this series, as much fun as we've had, hmm. um, it, it's, it's kind of passed us by. We've really focused in on some of the silly stuff. We've really focused in on on having having a laugh. We've focused in on and a lot and as well we've focused in a lot of the positives because the world's opened up again, hasn't it? And because the world's opened up again, you tend to think more about the positive stuff. And the reality though is that it's not all sunshine and lollipops. No. It's hard running and, and life's hard as well. And I've seen quite a lot of stuff on uh, on, on, on Instagram around people having tough times of it and maybe we've not kind of talked about that a lot this series and i know last week we uh, we talked about body positivity we've got some really good feedback from that and i think that it is important that we hold ourselves accountable um in terms of our honesty and our transparency about our own running journeys because hopefully that's one of the things that that people might get a little bit out of when we do these shows that you know you're not on your own you're not a freak you're not weird there's nothing wrong with you if you feel this way because if nothing else there's at least these two knobheads who yeah. are going through something similar so um so that's why we kind of got onto the anxiety thing um mm. I, i'm sure she won't mind me saying sammy my wife uh, struggles with that a lot 
um, from from a running perspective. And 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 I'll be honest, I do as well. Um, mm. I think it's a big part of it is the psychological impact that a bad run can have on you. Yeah, you know mm. what I mean. So it's this idea that um, when you're out running, if it's not going well, it's a very lonely place, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. you're only there with your own thoughts. Yeah. If you're running on your own, especially, of course. Yeah. And there's no one to distract you. And even if there is, that brings up its own problems, doesn't it? Because all of a sudden you're thinking, I'm ruining this person's run. Yeah. We kind of ruined, ruined each other's run, didn't we, on the 12 mile we did a few a few weeks back? And then Wait, well, thing... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we joke about it a lot. We've, made, we've, we've had loads of bants about that run. And because we are such good friends, we were able to kind of... Um, uh, turn it into a bit of a joke but I do think that on reflection that was probably a bit of bravado mm. there was probably a little bit of like sort of um, what's the best way to put it there was a little bit of saying oh if we make fun of ourselves and if we take the piss out of each other yeah. then it, maybe it masks the fact that really neither of us enjoyed it and we yeah. probably did come out of that, that run I, so I certainly did thinking I am so far away from being ready for 26 miles in October yeah, I I thought the same on that on that run, and like I say, it probably is a bit of bravado. I've I've grown up doing that. Um, obviously, being being the, the short lad that I am, um, I've I've always took the piss out of myself to try and deflect from from jokes being aimed at me. If you know what I mean. So maybe maybe mm. it is a bit of a front that we put on. For mm. that. I didn't I didn't really think about it, lads. Before to be honest with you, mate. No, and and I think that that's that's one one approach that people get. I think I think we all struggle don't we with um with keeping positive maybe mm -hmm. there's some people out there that absolutely love every single run they go on and um and, and and look forward to it and and have a great time but i think there's a lot of us out there that when it gets to that marathon block and it particularly when it gets to that last kind of like six to eight weeks of the marathon block you know the yeah. the, 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 the 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 month and a half or so before you get to taper when you've yeah. got those big 20 milers yeah. on a sunday and then there's the, the yeah the yeah, long ones in the middle yeah, yeah stuff in the yeah like 14 50 mile weeks and they, yeah they do they do drag on they take the toll yeah, yeah. and you do have have worse runs than than you probably have the week before and stuff but it's all part of the process it's all part of your learning it's all part of the plan i think um mm. but but it does it does it, it can set you back and i know uh I've been there before, and, and you get to run, you, you start feeling niggles that are probably not there as well, and you start yeah. feeling, uh, you just start feeling anxious and, and like, oh, I wonder if I can do it. I wonder if I can get round. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I think for me though, it can manifest itself in so many ways. Like we talked, didn't we, about the bravado, about the taking the piss kind of thing to deflect from from what you're thinking. It's kind of like a coping mechanism. You've just mentioned the, you know. Um, uh, in different ways that it can impact. I think I think one thing as well that happens is you can snowball, and that's where it can get really dangerous. And I think different people spiral to different extents. Right. Because and I've had this conversation with a couple of different people, and it's kind of like you're running and the run's not going very well, and all of a sudden you think I'm not good enough today. I'm just not at it today. Hmm. And I think some people will think that. And that's not that, great, no. but then that's it. So that's it's a bad thing, run, yeah. I'll write it off. But what some people will do is that then, and I've done this myself, is that you'll think, oh, I've had a bad run, but then that manifests itself and it spirals into, I'm not a good runner. Mm. Oh, sorry, no, 
at first it manifests itself into I'm not good enough to run the race that I'm training for. Right. I'm not good enough to run this race. How am I going to do it? And then the fear kicks in. And as you're running, it can get quite suffocating because you're almost thinking, why am I doing this? No. And then the negativity kicks in. Why do I bother? Why do I want to do this? This is stupid. I don't want to run. I don't want to be a runner. And then it becomes, I'm not good enough to run at all. Right. And you all, and this is again, and these, these are the steps I think that a lot of people go through and it's kind of like, I don't want to, and then when it gets really dangerous, when it gets really scary because of how some people's anxiety can work is it can then step itself into, I'm not a good person. I'm not a good runner becomes I'm not a good person. Not being able to, to do this run today means that I am inferior as a person, whether that's comparing yourself to other people, whether it's comparing yourself to a past version of you who ran the run comfortably three weeks before, you suddenly can start thinking, I'm not good enough. And mm. then it's, I'm letting people down. And then it's, I'm mm. letting myself down. And it can get really dark. Yeah. Well, f- get... f- first of all, you're not letting yourself down. You're not letting anybody down. You're not, you're not not good enough to run run that race. You are good enough to be a runner. You know what I mean. You you're mm. doing it. And you're stepping out that door and you and you and you're getting it done. But and that doesn't that doesn't stop the, 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 the these thoughts coming though, does it? So it's it yeah. doesn't it doesn't and it becomes and that becomes the thing, doesn't it? Because if it's taking so much out of you, at what point do you stop and say, "Oh, actually, this is quite damaging." Mm. And is it a case of taking a step back? Is it a case of easing off on the runs for a little while? Is it a case of maybe reflecting and thinking, maybe this run isn't the one for me right now and I need to step down a distance or I need to replan in for the next cycle? Mm. And it's not to say that that's what you should do. I'm not giving advice in any way, shape or form. But the point I'm trying to get to is that whatever you decide, that's fine. Mm. Like, whatever your anxiety pushes you to feel, don't feel like you can make a decision that makes you inferior. You know, yes, we all have bad days. And yes, you will see these inspirational um, slogans and phrases out there about getting back on a horse and going again and how, you know, and I've said it myself before, you know, the next good run is only one run away. Mm. But at the same time, only you know your psyche and only you know your personality. And I think it's really important that we self-reflect and Mm. that we cut ourselves some slack at the end of the day, it's just running, man. It's just, it's just running. It's just yeah, fun. Yeah. And and when it's not fun, we've got to start thinking about how we can make it fun again. Yeah. Um, it's a difficult one because this is a weird segment because there isn't really an answer. No. To to, th- to to what we're talking about. I think I think uh, a few people have said it when we've done the uh, after the finish line uh, videos on YouTube. I think the one of the questions you ask at the end is, "What would you give to a new or or aspiring runner?" Mm. And I think the the question that people answer that with is. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't. Mm. Not every run is going to be the same as the last. They're all, they're all going to be different. They're not all going to be the same. Not every run is going to feel fantastic, and 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 it, it, trying to have that mentality. It's tough. I know it's tough trying to have that mentality, but that that's the that's the what people advise runners to do. Um, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it's 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 it, it is it's a very very strange one, isn't it, man? Because mm. I think, like I said, there's there's no there's no answer to it, but you are absolutely right, mate. It's a really good point you make that you know, don't beat yourself up if something doesn't mm. go too well. Uh, running is meant to be fun. Running is meant to be something we enjoy. It is meant to be something um, that is a coping mechanism for the other stresses in life. So don't try not to let it become 
the thing that causes mm. that stress and anxiety. And I know it's really hard in a marathon training block, especially because, yeah. you know what I mean? You just get yourself so worked up and wound up in wanting to achieve this incredibly difficult feat. But you know what? It is an incredibly difficult feat. It is. And nobody finds it easy. Don't be fooled by Instagram and these little squares. You know what I mean? The vast majority of us do not go through our marathon training block skipping loving every minute of it. No. I certainly don't. So you're not alone when it feels hard and you're not alone when it feels stressful. Mm. Just remember Matt's really, really good point. Don't be too hard on yourself. Take it one run at a time. Take it one step mm. at a time. Talk to people when you're struggling. Talk to people yeah. when it's not going well. And try to refocus, try to change that lens to remember why you run in the first place. Find your why and try yeah. to remember it. And if nothing else, just cling to it. Loads of different things you can do. Break your run down into segments. Just think about the next mile. Stop and walk if you want to stop and walk. There are no prizes for running the whole thing, especially in a training run. Yeah. Have a sit down, have a rest, have a gel. Go to the shop, call call your partner, call your kids, call a friend, have a chat with them, whatever it might be, man. Just try to remember why you're doing it. Yeah. And, and also just, just remember that you're not alone. Everyone goes through this stuff. Everybody has the tough runs. Yeah. I think I think another another bit of advice is is if, if it is as being a tough run or a tough week, uh you you put you've put a call out on on social media that yesterday about volunteering. Why not take a step back and do do a little bit of volunteering, cheer other mm -hmm. people on on the runs. Yeah. Um and I think that's going to bring us on to this next little bit we're going to be talking about as well. Um yeah, great, great point, Matt. Really, really good point because you'd be I for I certainly take a lot of positivity and a lot of strength from um, supporting others, yeah. and you, and you know what, um, volunteering at say Parkrun, for example, which I'm going to just touch on in a moment, can be such a powerful and strong um, uh, thing to do for other people, but it can also be great for you. There's yeah. nothing that will make you feel better than supporting others along their journey. And also, it will help you refocus that lens. You will see the joy that running can bring um, across the community, and you will see what a big part you can play in that. And yeah, I think volunteering is a great one. We put out on the social medias this week that Parkrun's been struggling for volunteers, um, that certain Parkruns have not been able to go ahead. And so as part of our Summer Showdown Challenge, which we're going to get onto after our interview with Tanya, um, we're just encouraging what the Fartlek uh, listeners, Fartlek family members to get out over the next three weeks and pledge to support Parkrun or Junior Parkrun as many times as possible. We want to mm. do 100 volunteer slots um, as, as, a, as a group, as a community over the next yeah. three weeks um, to, 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 to again, one, to try and support Parkrun, but also because... It, it, it's good it feels good it yeah. feels nice doesn't it and hopefully after them three weeks people might enjoy it that much they'll carry on doing the volunteering yeah I mean? and that's what, and that's what it's all about we just want to try and encourage people who maybe hadn't thought about volunteering who maybe were too scared to volunteer step out of that comfort zone get it done and just find out how much fun it is you know what it is dead good you know volunteering yeah. I've never done it I've never done it I'm going to be doing it I'm never doing it I've never done it but I'm going to be doing it. So, that was a roundabout way of getting to it, weren't it? I'm going to volunteer. You, I'll be honest, you sounded like you'd frozen for a second then, mate. Um, I was like... Is, reboot, is, reboot. Can, yeah, can someone turn Matt off and on again? Because I think he's broken. Um, 
But yeah, man, and you'll love it. You'll love it. Barcode scanning's my mm. favourite. I said it on the socials. Yeah. I love call. I love calling people by the name when I'm saying well done because the names on the on, on the barcode mm. and uh, and it takes me a little second to figure out who this weirdo is and why he knows mm. who they are. <laughs> I like to wear an, I like to wear an anorak and have binoculars around my neck as well just to <laughs> just just to add that little bit of extra spice to it. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> um, so yes, plenty of opportunities uh, to uh, to get out and do some part mm. runs, uh, volunteering. Please do, please let us know. Um, we we want to make sure that uh, we we give you the props. We want to make sure that we shout out people for doing it. Um, it's all just a way of um, of supporting a great part of our running community, mm. and also uh, hopefully giving you guys a little bit of a a warm tingly feeling inside, well deserved um, as well. So with that being said, Mafu. Mafu. Should we go and have a chat to Tanya and find out all about her running journey? I think we should, yes. Let's do it. Right then, you lot. Today I'm talking to a valued member of our online running community and of our Fartlek family. Her humility will lead you to believe that she doesn't have an inspirational story, but I respectfully disagree. A mum of two, a wife, an ultra runner who's been at it for over 20 years. I think she's pretty good and I think you will too. So please join me in welcoming mama runner herself, Tanya. How are we doing? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. No, no, no. Very happy to. How's your day been so far? You managed to get out for a run? Uh, not yet. No, I'm having a rest day today. Um, I ran home from work yesterday and that was interesting i didn't appreciate that it was entirely uphill so mm. first time i tried it yes it yeah it's hard I, i've got the exact my commute to work is absolutely horrendous and you feel like you should do it because why not it makes sense doesn't it and then you do it you're like no no never again <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll give it a go yeah brilliant <laughs> so uh i'm dead excited to have a chat with you mate um i know that we we talk a little bit online but uh we've not had a proper sit down conversation before so i'm looking forward to learning a little bit more about you now we always start these things in the same place i know you know it so um why don't you tell us a little bit about how you first got into running yeah sure so um i guess so as you know as you said i've been a runner for over 20 years um the first time i knew that i loved it was um, when we did our very, very first uh, cross-country event at school. I think it was um, the freedom to be trusted to go on, on our own, on the route that they'd marked for us. And uh, uh, on the way in, I was the second person back, but first lady. But for me, what made it a bit more um, cherry on the cake was the fact that this uh, lady she was quite good at athletic I was a girl at the time and um, she was a very good runner and um, before we set off she was like oh well you know I'm gonna beat everybody home and I'm gonna be amazing and uh, I came in before her which made me feel amazing yeah uh, and then she, she stopped me at the end and she said yeah I had to stop and be sick in the head so I thought mm, nice hey there you go humble pie eaten and thrown back yeah. up random girl from my past <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, so starting when you were young, getting into cross country. Did you get? I'm guessing you got the bug straight away, and then it was just all athletics all the time, yeah? Yeah, all the time. Um, I was that that weird child, so you know the weirdo that liked, um, you know, when the teacher announced the bleep test. I loved it, and I was always the last girl standing, so I was always the last one, still going up and down, up and down, while people were just sat and watched. But yeah, athletics all the way represented my. Um, 
local athletics club. Um, but, but I would say that although um, my race um, at the time was 1500 and I did absolutely love it, when I joined an athletics club, the pressure was just too intense and okay. the amount that they put on us as young athletes, I just stopped enjoying it. So I um, stopped going and then just ran for me after that. So, yeah, carried on through um, uh, high school, university. Um, uh, I've got a blast from the past from you, Rob. Um, yep. I never ran with a GPS watch to begin with. I ran with a um, Nike Footpod. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? Is that the thing that used to go in your shoe? Yeah. So yep. you were trying, basically an accelerometer, it used to try and work out how fast you were going based on the amount of time that your foot spent in contact with the floor. Um, I loved data at the time. I thought it was brilliant. I also <laughs> had a Baby G watch check that out so I use the stopwatch timer on my baby g watch and uh, my nike fit butter. it all seems very complex I think it's one of the god bless Garmin <laughs> coming along I know yeah. um, um so it is interesting what you say then because we hear a lot on the show of people who um maybe were were big athletes in school who really really enjoyed it and as you said fell out of love with it for whatever reason and for you it was that that pressure of, of competitive um events um that the athletes club put on you but then you often hear that people then sort of fall out completely with sports fall out completely with athletics and then it's a good few years later in in adulthood when they find it again usually after 10 years of partying um but that wasn't that wasn't the case for you at all was it it was it, it's always been a part of your life in some capacity yeah, I mean, I haven't had a break from running at all. My longest break, which I'll move on to a bit later, was after my first child. But essentially, I've um, running for me is just an everyday part of my life. And um, without it, I think I'd feel a bit lost. Mm. Sounds a bit strange, but um, you know, I, I enjoyed all the way through university. You know, all the way through partying. So mm -hmm. I would uh, quite often, after a night out, you know, the next day, still find energy to go for a run. So I just think, yeah, I just yeah I love it it's just me yeah no it's amazing and did you um did you find I, I know that you had the bad experience with the athletics club did that put you off competition uh for, for a long time thereafter did you ever find yourself you know as you moved into adulthood you know as you went through university like joining university running clubs or starting doing competitive races or was it just getting out and having a run it, no, com competition for me was game over. I just couldn't handle um, the the whole race and um, competitive environment. So um, I just, the idea of um, turning up and trying to have a race just put me off for a very long time. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't until after my first child and um, I joined my local running group here. So, again, not a club because I just mm -hmm. felt some of the clubs were a bit pretentious maybe um yeah. so it's a group just a local friendly group um just I wasn't alone um and it wasn't until I you know met with them that I actually entered a race up here so that was oh, 2013 I'm gonna say 14 wow okay. a very long break okay racing, yeah. definitely definitely so I mean you mentioned a couple of times uh about um about having kids obviously a huge part of your life yeah. you're a mum um let's talk about that so how uh so running you've said is a huge part of your life 
Um, it always has been. Um, it's something that you you just said back then. You know, you, you don't know what you'd do without it. Um, everything changes when you fall pregnant. Best laid plans and all that. You never know what your journey is going to be like. I've my own wife's gone through it three times and had three very different experiences. Um, how how was that for you? What 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 did what impact did that have on your journey? So for me, um, my first pregnancy, um, I carried on like normal. I probably carried on um, training up until um, probably six months or mm-hmm. up until the point in which I just felt the pressure going through the, the baby bump was just too much for my body to handle. Mm-hmm. And um, because I'd never obviously had a child before that, um, I think it was quite early on, um, I, I knew that I wanted to try and go out for a run. And I, I guess naively, I just thought, you know what? I know I'm going to be a little bit unfit um, but I didn't sort of appreciate how much my body had actually changed and the stress that I had gone through because there's a 5k route that I'd run routinely all the time smash it out get it done and within the first 2k on my very first run um, I was walking I was really like angry at myself I was like why can't I run Um, and then that really put me off that thought of me hating running really put me off and I thought this is something I love why do I so all of a sudden hate it so much why can't I go 2k without having a walking break and I guess um that put me off for a good number of I say two years um I didn't want to go out every day like I had previously or at least three times a week I just did not have that desire to go back out and it took a good two years um, again, it wasn't until I moved house and joined a new running group that um, I was going out just ad hoc, basically, and just every now and again, but not to the not for the love of it, I think, because I felt like I had to at that point. But I'm glad yeah. to say that second pregnancy, again, I trained um, until six months or trained and ran for six months um, until the pressure was too much again through the, the bump. Um, but I knew that this time I had to be a bit easier to myself and a bit kinder to myself and say, you know, your body has now gone through two pregnancies. Uh, it's not going to be the same. Just take it easy when you when you go back to it and just allow yourself the walking breaks because there's nothing wrong with having walking breaks. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting that you say that because that was going to be my next question. You kind of answered it. That it, So on reflection, it wasn't that your second pregnancy that you... A quote unquote I'm doing air quotes but you can't you can't see my hands you know you carried better or that you trained better during or after it was nothing to do with that it was more just that you were easier on yourself you, you cut yeah. yourself some slack because of this incredible thing your body had just done yeah yeah exactly that so it's just to you know appreciate that your body has changed so much like your your stomach muscles everything's just completely changed through carrying a baby which is amazing but mm. uh, and I was, I was breastfeeding as well so that has an impact too on everything your body and just how everything um your joints feel and and again I think with um training and, and fitting time in around breastfeeding that was difficult too because you'd have to sort of time that straight after a feed so um just to make sure you knew the baby was going to be happy for a little bit <laughs> yeah. so you could have that time just to get out yeah, yeah, definitely. It it is really interesting because I think there is probably a lot of people out there, and I guess it's not really restricted to 
um, to, to carrying a child to childbirth, although I, I don't think there's anything the human body really goes through that's more incredible. Um, but I do think it's it's a really interesting observation that we will have times in our lives when things will happen, be it an injury, an operation, a change to our circumstance, a change to our body. And we, we, we just cannot, as much as we would look at somebody else and say, you need to cut yourself some slack. It's easier said than done, isn't it? And when it's you and it's your own headspace, it's so much more difficult to, to go easy on yourself. Yeah, I know. I agree. And I think it's important that we, you do try to give yourself a break. <laughs> It, it just need to be patient and listen to what your body's trying to tell you so it sounds really cliche but it, it, it's true you just need to allow your body to heal recover repair it's really important so. yeah roll with the punches i think they say um so let's move on then so you've you, you've you've had your children um you are getting back into running how does your journey develop from here so from here, it's just pretty standard. So uh, with my um, running group, um, we we used to meet twice a week. I dropped that back down to once a week, uh, mainly for the Friday socials, which is a pub run. Mm-hmm. Pub run. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, um, but so yeah, just pretty standard. And then carried on, went to some events with those guys because it was nice to you know go with people you know to events but again treating it like an event not a race so it's just a day out some get some bling get a nice medal mm-hmm. um it's really nice to go with people that have got a common interest as well um and then it wasn't until um last year um my husband suggested we try something big mm-hmm. um and that was our most recent ultra which um we'll talk about a bit later on but yeah so we managed to do an ultra together which is amazing yeah absolutely amazing it wasn't just any ultra it was a it was a bloody long ultra as well what was that step up like for you then in distance what was the longest distance you'd done before before this year's that last year's ultra okay so um i have never ever ever had any desire to run a marathon, <laughs> a <road> marathon. <laughs> and i still don't if i'm honest uh, a road marathon just really does not appeal to me i don't know Lots of people say, why haven't you done London yet? And I'm like, because it doesn't appeal to me. Maybe one day I might you know, hit my 40s and think, I really want to do it. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, up until that point, I'd never actually gone further than probably, you know, officially a half marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, for me, getting to marathon distance um, on the trails was my first mental um, block. You know, had to yeah. mentally I had to get to that checkpoint for me to think, oh, yeah, I can do this. So how did um, how did training differ then? Because it, it sounds to me like, you know, running has been a huge constant in your life, but it's been a very consistent part of your life in the sense of the distances that you'd run, the, you know, the amount of times that you'd run. So obviously there's going to be a really big step up here, isn't there, in terms of how you prepare for an ultra. And of course, you talked about the fact that, you know, you're juggling a family and you said you did it with your husband as well. So you guys are both making that big step up, which is huge. And I know a lot of people can relate to that when when you're in a running couple, as we say. Um, how, how did that journey look for you? How did that, you know, how, how did you make that step up to getting yourself ready for an ultra? Yeah, so that was probably the hardest part, actually. Um, wasn't the ultra itself. It was the, you know, like most of them, it's like the months leading up to it. Um, so I made myself like a rough plan of, you know, what I wanted to achieve by each week. Um, and I had to juggle that and try and do a similar one for my husband. So we tried to juggle it around. Um, 
So we both work full time. Um, we both um, share the school run. Uh, mm-hmm. And so basically our long runs were shared between one of us on a Saturday and one of us on a Sunday. Now, I know ideally um, we would have liked to have done back to back Saturday and Sunday to get your body used to the, the volume. Mm-hmm. And but none of us were able to actually do that um, unless my husband um he met a friend for a couple of weekends and went walking in the hills and did some walks and some runs in the hills with his friends. Um, I did a couple of longer walks, I think. Um, but essentially, it was just on a Sunday, getting as many miles under your belt as you possibly can. Mm, yeah, and, 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 and it's so difficult, isn't it, when you're juggling the kids and work and, and 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 all those different things and also trying to find a bit of time for yourself as well because you know you, as much as we love running when it takes up every single waking moment that you have free sometimes you can almost come to resent it can't you so you've got to really strike a good balance yeah and that's it and I think um I'm not saying this is the right way but on the plan that I did um my longest run was only a marathon as well mm. so I didn't I didn't take it any longer because for me personally I got a bit of mum guilt as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't like the thought of spending hours and hours and hours on the top. My weekends were precious. It's the only time I get with the kids. And I thought, you know, I'm feeling guilty that I might take five hours to do a run. So, yeah, I think I capped it at a marathon and that was about it. Yeah, and it's just all about doing what's right for you, isn't it? In the end of the day. Um, so how did it go on the day? That you've already talked about getting to that mental block at the uh, at the marathon stage, but how was the experience overall? Okay, um, the experience overall, it was really good, and I'm really glad I did it with my husband. Um, mm-hmm. Perfect person to do it with. Would I do that particular course again? Probably not. <laughs> it was yeah. incredibly challenging. I think a couple of people I've spoken to afterwards have done that uh, course as well and have said that it was the hardest thing they've ever done. Mm. Uh, so uh, I'm glad we did it. Um, on the day, um, so we signed up to what we, we thought was 100k. Um, when we signed up, it t- transpired it was 106k. We thought, well, <laughs> let's just 6k. But what's, 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 what's 6k between friends? Eh? Yeah, what's, what's another 6k? And then um, when we got on the day um, to the start start pen, uh, the bloke was like, who, you know, the events coordinator was like, well, um, we've had some planning um, issues and we can't go through the last field that we'd hoped to. So it's actually 106.7K. <laughs> and it, we laughed to begin with because it's only 0.7K, it's fine. But no, we got to 96K into our um, journey and we're like, we're done, like mm. we're don't want to go on anymore like we're finished and um I think if we I think the for us um 96k was past my parents house and we knew there's a nice warm bed waiting for us Mm. so to mentally drag ourselves beyond that um with still over 10k to go we were like oh it's really difficult but no I'm glad we did because if we had stopped we would have only got a 50k medal as well so that would have really annoyed us no yeah getting a 50k medal for doing 96k is a bit of a kick in the teeth isn't it yeah so no i'm glad we pushed through but you know it was it was brilliant i mean i've already signed up for my next ultra but um but yeah so i would i'd do the distance again happily but perhaps not that particular course it's very challenging and this this was this was 2020 last year that you did it is that right no this is this year 
this year, this year, sorry, July, it was this year. Yeah, of course it was. Gone, yeah, yeah. So you were training through lockdown three, weren't you? Yes. How was that? Um, not as bad as the first lockdown. Um, I was, uh, so the very first lockdown, um, I had lots of anxieties about different things. Um, I know that so running is very important to me. Um, and all, at the time, they, you know, they were saying you can go out for a run, um, you outside exercise. But I was just a little bit anxious because I just, because COVID was so unknown, um, I thought, what if I bring it into the house? Am I being selfish just because I want mm-hmm. to go for a run? And I had lots of anxiety dreams, um, you know, lots of so things going on and I just, you know, felt selfish for, for running. Mm. Um, so... I was fortunate enough to be able to buy myself a treadmill. So okay. I've got a, a, a nice dining room addition. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but that's actually been a you know a lifesend. You know, God send. We we love our treadmill. Like at first, I thought it was a very unnecessary purchase, but it's been brilliant. So the lockdowns after that have been so much easier because I just feel like that headspace I need when I go for a run. Like not quite the same, but I can still get it. Yeah, yeah, and you can watch Netflix while you're running as well. Yeah, yeah. Always a positive, isn't it? Okay, so, uh, so good. Um, and 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 COVID in in general for you, I, I know you said that the the treadmill was a, a real positive because of the anxiety in the first one. I mean, I did. Were you okay, sort of, throughout it? Did you find that you were getting up for runs as lockdown two, lockdown three started, or or is that more kind of a a, a more recent thing? Was it, is it really kind of stopped you getting out and, and doing as much as you would have been doing before no um so i work in a hospital so um, yeah when everybody was told to stay at home i had no choice but to carry on going to work and you know i love my job so i was more than happy to go to work so a lot of the anxieties i had around covid started to disappear because for me nothing really changed yeah um, obviously i stuck to all the, the rules and the guidance whatever was at the time i know the rules changed all the time but whatever the rules were like we stuck to so for me nothing changed too much um providing that I stuck with whatever the, the laws of the land were at the time yeah 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 cool um and of course as the laws of the land seem to open up again we have the opportunity to start facing into a brave new world what's uh, what's next for you then so next for me um I've actually signed up for a 50k ultra with Hannah, which is Smithy Miles on yeah. um, Instagram as well. So we we signed up for uh, one across the um, Surrey Hills. Mm-hmm. So that's be nice. That's in September this year. So we've, we've got the ultra bug. We're going to go and do one together. Love um, it. My sister lives in New Zealand, and um, there's lots of um, like trail adventure type routes they've got over there. So I would love, you know it'd be like a bucket list thing to go and do some sort of race or trail adventure over there but that's not planned at the moment obviously yeah gotta got, got let new zealand open up i think new zealand just closed the doors to the entire yeah. world haven't they which has done well for them but you know there's a little bit of envy watching them open up park run last year while we were all still stuck inside but uh but yeah i think the, the consequence of that is it'll take a while for those southern hemisphere countries to open up again but definitely a good one to to aim for i imagine new zealand Lord of the Rings country, isn't it? It is. It's so beautiful. Mm. I would love to live there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think it's an absolute bucket list one. Um, so uh, brilliant, man. So really interesting story. The thing that I've loved from from listening 
to the way you talk. Is that not, not at any point have you talked to me about, oh, and then I ran this time as a PB, or then I ran that time, or then I did this accomplishment and I ran this race. I just, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just get the impression that for you, you just, just like to run, don't you? I do. It sounds really sad. <laughs> no, um, I'm not bothered by PRs. I'm not bothered by chasing, you know, race times. I mean, occasionally it's nice to do. Mm. Um, nice to go and see what you can achieve. But it's not my driver. Like for me, just being able to run is my driver. I think if I suddenly lost running, I, I think I'd be quite a different person. My poor husband, I don't think he'd cope. Yeah, yeah, it's def- definitely a good way to relieve the old stress and anxiety, isn't it? Um, brilliant. So, listen, we've been talking for 25 minutes and time has absolutely flown by. I'm dead, dead grateful for you coming on and talking to me. If people want to give you a follow, if they don't already, I'm sure they do. But if they don't, they can find you. Uh, you're on Instagram at mumma.runner. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. And it's mumma with an A, like like. M- I was going to say mother effer, but no, it's not mother runner. It kind of rhymes. Um, uh, I like it. So uh, and is there anyone else you wanted to kind of shout out, say hello to, mention before I let you get back to your evening? No, just my family. You know, I love them lots. So, yeah. And and you guys as well. I mean, um, the challenge you put on last year, I really, really loved it. And I'm glad to be taking part this year too. So it's been, that really broke up lockdown as well last year. So no, we are grateful. Uh, we- no, no, no. We love having you on board. An absolutely valued member of our Fart Lake family. So listen, Tanya, I'm going to let you get back to your day. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. Hopefully at some point when the world opens up, our paths may cross and we can get out and maybe do a bit of running. Pretty good. Thank you. Take care. And, uh, and that, Matthew, was um, was Tanya. Yes, a fellow, fellow Matt Baggian. Yes. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Matt Baggian. Matt Baggian. Yeah. That's a new one. I like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. a, what's that movie called where they call him a Bolchinian? Is that Men in Black? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think Will Smith tries punching him in, in chin and he's got uh, balls, steel balls as chins. And he's, I think uh, who plays the other guy? Tommy Lee Jones. <sighs> yeah. How could I forget him? Yeah. He I don't know. he smacks him in the what... jaw and says, "That's a fellow Bolchinian." Oh, we got onto that from Tanya, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're the one that's got to explain it to her in your group chat. Um, <laughs> sorry, no, sorry wonderful, wonderful story. Dead honest. Um, really good one. I enjoyed it a lot. Love chatting to her. Um, absolute fat like family OG as well. She's uh, she's really supportive of the show. And mm. I think a lot of people have been inspired from uh, from listening to her, don't you? Yeah, jumping from uh, straight straight from like 10Ks and half straight up to ultras. What a What an achievement that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't know, to be honest. <laughs> uh, We're struggling know. at marathons. <laughs> yeah, ne- ne- never tried it, don't want to try it. Um, uh, no, amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Do give Tanya a follow. Uh, but we've got something else to talk about, Matthew. We have. Am I doing the theme tune? Well, that's why I went quiet. It's kind of the only reason you're here. <laughs> it's the summer showdown. Do-do-do-do. You slowed it down a bit then. Was that like this yeah, one? Yeah, like a re- remix. <laughs> remix. Remix. Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, I've uh, I've finally just started watching um, People Do Nothing. I'm, I'm getting on the bandwagon. So I just felt a real urge to go, Brab, Corrupt FM! But I didn't. I have uh, no I idea what stuff. you're talking about. Mm. People just do nothing. They've just released a film. It's very, very funny. Uh, give it a watch. That's my recommendation. But that's not what we're talking about, Matthew. We're talking about the Summer Showdown. And 
one thing I've realised is that there might be some new people listening to the show that don't know anything about Summer Showdown, and we've just kind of launched into it the last couple of weeks. So let's give everyone an overview if you're a latecomer. Oh, Summer yeah. Showdown is a challenge between myself, Matt, and uh, Editor Jack, where we've each taken on a team, fronted a gang of you guys, our Fartlek family, our amazing running community, and we're taking on a series of wacky challenges every single week, coupled with logging as many miles as possible to see who will be crowned, 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 (laughs) the Summer Showdown winner 2021. And so far, Matt, Mm. it's going terribly, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, for for me and you it is, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but who's it not going terribly for? He's lurking in the background. I've just seen him unmute himself. Uh, Are we entering him or what? Yeah, let's enter. Are you ready to be entered, Jack? I sure am. Ready and ready. (laughs) How are you? Um, not too bad. Uh, well, I am bad actually. I've been isolating, unfortunately. Mm. But other than that, um, I've, yeah, as you can hear, I've still got a little bit of a husky voice, which I kind of like, but it does get a bit annoying because I can't bloody breathe. You're a little bit um, manly, yeah. Mm, you yeah. sound almost like an adult male. <laughs> I'm slowly getting there. So um, yeah, isolation is driving me insane. I've been running on the treadmill, but other than that, I haven't been able to get out much, which is quite difficult. But yeah, I'm just hoping you two don't catch up to me in the week that I've let my team down. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm You've sure. not only let your team down, Jack, you've let yourself down as well. I feel a bit like Matt, actually, because I, <laughs> I haven't done anything <laughs> and I've just left my team to do their... Like, it's a bit like, you know, when your teacher doesn't turn up to the to the class and you're left with a substitute teacher. That's what that's what it feels like. But Right. Yeah, so okay. I've, I, did, I did complete Red Week. I struggled for it, but... Yeah. Yeah, you got it done. You get this week's challenge, of course, run every day. Some bonus mm. miles, but you didn't log loads, so maybe we've made up a little bit of uh, a ground. Yeah. But let's I would see, just like cause... to say, I'm, I am brave enough to come on and record this. I think I should get a round of applause from everyone listening now for being such a trooper and coming on to record. Let, let's, Jack. Let's, are you actually applauding him? No, yeah. he's applauding. That's not me, he's applauding himself. That didn't right, sound I'm like at, applauding. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to add some sound effects in. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, Jack, yeah. Jack, hands off Snakey. <laughs> Snakey's tucked away. We're, we're, we're recording, Jack. He's waiting for his Monday evening surprise. No! <laughs> oh, sorry. No, my dad listens worse. to this. Oh my god, Glenn. Every week we say something to him. Right, okay, let's, let's move on then. Um. So we need to find out what happened in this last week. We're very excited to do so. Mm. But the man with the plan, the man who's going to give us the results for this week's Summer Showdown, Miles, well, he can't be introduced without a proper introduction. So, Matt, why don't you hit us with his theme song? Uh, <laughs> uh, you put this on me every week and I, I normally come up. What is it? I forgot it. <laughs> uh, return of the... Stat once again. Return. How did I forget? You know. <sighs> yeah. Welcome, Statman John. Sorry, Statman John. Are you there? Hello, lads. How are you? Oh, yeah, we're, we're we're all right, thanks. I'm sorry about Matthew. He's not really on it this day this evening. That's all right. That's all right, lads. Uh, don't expect much. Of- no, I'm joking, Matt. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you, sir? How's your week been? Well, good. I'm in a bit of pain, so sorry if I'm not fully engaged right now. Oh no, what's what's the matter, Statman John? I just um, quickly arm wrestled a bee and it's still in my hand. 
<laughs> did, did you did you win Stavon John? I did. Yes, I won. <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, so um, I assume the bee's not doing too well. Uh, he's all right now. There's a little rumor that they die when they sting. Actually, if you care for them with a bit of TLC, they will survive. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? Uh, just giving it some some love and affection. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like I've just glued the stinger back in, but no, just <laughs> just 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 a little bit of love and care. So um, okay, so apart from your arm wrestling. Of flying insects. Uh, anything else exciting happened this week? You're good. Um, well, no. The neighbour he's been causing me a bit of grief. If I'm right. honest. <laughs> okay. He's been living in the mind rent free. What's he? What's he doing? Well, every day he's been walking the streets in these sandals. Right. Uh, <laughs> even in the yeah. rain, but. I've never told anyone this, lads, and somehow he knows it. I'll tell you if you like. I'd love you. I'd love you too, yeah. Well, keep it between us. I have a real fear of toenails. <laughs> <laughs> and Not I, I feel like he knows it. I feel like right. he knows it. That's uh. why he's walking all ten up and down outside the shed. <laughs> <laughs> he's exploiting you with his sandal feet. Yes, yes. Horrible man. Yeah, you don't get on with him, do you? Maybe you should have a word with Lou. Maybe you need to move. Mm, yeah, maybe. I'm just a bit suspicious and he stopped wearing hats. He now wears swimming caps. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so Jack the Crow struggles to take them off as well, which is annoying. <laughs> maybe that's why he's wearing them? Possibly. Possibly, lads. Right. Okay. Right, Statman John, Jack's back. Jack, how are you? Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good. Oh, you sound a little under the weather there. No, it's, it's, I'm just putting on a husky voice for you, Statman, see if you like it. No. Anything to it. impress? <laughs> no? Oh. Okay, I'll go back to my, I'll go back to my high-pitched voice then. <clears throat> Hello, Statman. That's Hi, Statman John. Ladder. It's me, Jack Penfold. Um, back to my normal Statman... posh voice. Statman John, when he's not being abrasive, I do assure you that Jack does want to be in the inner circle. I was wondering if maybe you had a challenge for him this week that would allow him to enter the ring. Um, yes, enter my ring. That would be good. <laughs> so, um, Jack, this week, if you can, I would like the sound of an elephant falling in love with its mate. <laughs> Okay. I've actually, I've actually, I wasn't practicing this one. If I'm honest with you, I've been practicing um, other scenarios. So, okay, I'll give this a go. Okay, ready? Wait, Rob, can you count me in again? Yeah, uh, I tell you what, we did it in Spanish last week. How about a bit of German for the counting this week? You ready? Oh, I'm ready. <clears throat> Eins, zwei, drei. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've got my thing. I've got my fingers crossed that that was a good one. I would like. To, I would also like to add. I have got a cold. It probably would be better if I didn't have a cold.
I'm sorry. <laughs> Rob's laughing because he was so surprised at how good it was, I'm sure. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what did you think of that? I have no idea what that was meant to be. <laughs> oh, Satman, it was meant to be the elephant. <laughs> Satman, John, scores out of ten. That has to. Uh, it's going to be a one. I'm sorry, oh, Jack. No. It felt like a one, if I'm honest, yeah. Jack. I keep getting ones. I haven't got long left of the series. I'm a bit worried. No. No, maybe, okay. maybe animal noises just aren't for you, Jack. Am, am I allowed a little insider to what next week might be so I can try and practice the correct scenario? No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go cry. I just want to be his oh. friend. Oh, well. That's all a boy wants. I just wants to be his friend. I'm in isolation and I just, I just want Statman to be my friend. Jack, I don't think that's going to work. No, I was, fake, I was fake crying anyway. Listen, I'm listen, Jack. I uh, don't want anyone to feel alone, so here's a hint. Next week's uh, The Animal Will Have No Tail. That's it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no that tail. narrows it down. It really does. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay, Statman John. Yes. Something very important to ask you. Matt? Mm-hmm. Can you give us a theme song? Dreams! <laughs> Dreams! <laughs> Uh, Statman John, have you had a dream? <laughs> oh, I have, lads. Oh, my God. These are aging me, I'll be honest. Are you ready? I am very, very ready. I don't think I've quite recovered from the elephant, to be honest, but I'll try and keep it together. Well, it started in a tent. I was having my palm <laughs> read um, and my future told by a swan. <laughs> yep. Everything was great. I knew it would be. Uh, suddenly, panic covered his face. I followed his gaze and looked into the crystal ball. There, I could see someone laying in a bath, eating a bowl of sliced banana and milk. The person was dressed as a uh, Easter bunny. Oh, lads. I don't know if you know the lad. It was at Marshall mainly running. <laughs> Loves a banana, does Neil Marshall. Yep, wonderful start, man, John. Suddenly, there I am, a father to a litter of baby field mice. There were six of them, cute little things. Uh, one of them was a bit of a bad boy, gangster, some would say. Um, there I am, trying to get him on the straight and narrow, having a word with him. And I said, listen, I am your father. He replied, no, you went at slow farrow is. <laughs> The EastEnders tune fired up and I was out of there. <laughs> Suddenly, there I am at Judge Rinder's wedding. It had, been, it had been a wonderful day. The first dance had just finished and salamis were handed us out to us all. Before I know it, we're having a salami sword fight. Everyone was involved. We're really going at it, having good fun. I'll get my salami and give it more of a firm grip. But when I look down, it turned into at Muriel Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I woke up. So, for the three of you wonderful people, uh, and then you woke up. Good. Uh, congratulations. You're part of the uh, the club now. You're part of the inner circle. You are part of Statman John's dreams. You've achieved something Jack still hasn't achieved. So, hope you're very proud, especially Muriel, um, of being the, the head of his salami. Um, Statman John? Yes. What happened last week, man? Hello, oh, ready. So, it was Red Week last week, wasn't it? Mm. Um I've got the bonus miles. Would you like them, lads? I would love yes. to hear the bonus miles, please. Yep. So, Rob, bonus miles for you was 290. 290. 29 people taking part. Yes. Um, Matt, yours was 270. Yes! Mm, close. The, the race then, for second is on. And then, Jack, yours was... 350. Oh. Piss off, Jack. Quarantine. Piss off, Jack. Well done, Jackasses. Thank you. No one wants me. I'm angry at me. I was congratulating your team, not you. Okay. Yes, well done, team. Right, Statman John, can we have the final week scores, including the bonus miles, please? Yes, there is a little twist in here. Are you ready, lads? Oh, twisty. Rob, your team came in at 1800.44. Okay, 1800. Mm-hmm. Well done, Rob Ads. Matt, your team came in at 197.37. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! And then Jack, well your that. team came in at 2079.9. No, I'm not even asked about that. <laughs> Come on, team. Yellow pearls. Well done. I think I think there is one team there that needs massive, massive accolades for that amazing performance. Mm. And that's, uh, we can all agree, is uh, Matt's team. Yeah, we had the least people that did the challenge, but properly smashed the uh, the mileage. So I am proud, proud for that. Well done, guys. Yeah, I would, I would be proud. <laughs> oh, piss off, oh. Jake! <laughs> stop, make, stop making it about yourself. It's you always I'm, proud. I'm sure. I'm sure your team are all really, really nice, but because they're fronted by you, God. No, they so love me. Smush them a little bit. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure they love you, to be honest, mate. But yeah, well done, Jackasses. You are running away with it. But Robeds, Matt Bags, we're playing for pride. We've got our um, uh, golden baton week this week, maybe. Claw something back. Yeah, Matt's still got his in the bag. It's definitely getting closer, I think. Mm. Statman John, what's the um, what's the, the the running totals then so far? Let me just total that up. Right, Rob, your team one two five three one point nine oh. About twelve and a half thousand, yeah. Yes, mm. Matt, good. Your team one one eight one five point two one. Okay, so still still a bit of a gap. Yeah. Still a bit of a gap, but still time to get it back, Matt Bags. Yeah, 700. 750. And then, Jack, your team, 15806.73. Yeah, that's got his double miles on it as well, though, Rob, so he has yeah. still had time to... Uh... Well, he has had his double miles. He's, what, he's mm. 2,000... You know what? What Three. did I do this week, Statman, John? 1,800. Yeah, 1,800. Yes. And only three hundred two hundred and seventy of that was, um, uh, was bonus miles. So two ninety. Yes. So I did about I did about one sixteen hundred actual miles. So 
that's if I doubled that up, if it was my golden baton week, then it wouldn't be anywhere near as big, would it? So if I have mm. a big golden baton week, he's only two and a half thousand in front. If I can have a two and a half thousand week, which I know is very big ask, but we're that's right back it in takes. it, aren't we? Yeah. Mm. That's hmm. it. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it's not all over yet. Statman John, thank you so much. You are welcome, lads. I'm just off to uh, film a film. Can't say much about it, but it's a bit of a cheeky one. <laughs> can, can you tell us who's starring in it, Statman John? Maybe next week I'll give you a preview. Who knows? <laughs> I, I, I hope so. My WhatsApp will be waiting, Statman John. Um, is Lib about so we can get an idea of next week's challenge? Yeah, I'll just go and find her. See you later, lads. Bye, right, Statman John. Bye, Statman. Hello. Hey, up, Lou, you all right? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Are you? Yes, good, thank you. Well, another big win for the jackasses, but we've uh, we've decided, Matt and I have both decided we're going to rally together and, uh, and at least make, a, make an honest go of it these last three weeks. What do you reckon, Matt? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and well done, Matt. You um, yeah, had no. a good week last Got week. Got my, my first second-place finish, I think, isn't it, is this season? Oh, yeah. Yep. Silver medal. Silver <laughs> yes. medal. Get in. Um, the f- it's the first time Matt's ever finished second. Oh! <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> bit, of, bit of blue for the dads. Um, so, Lou, how are you? You all right? I'm good, thank you. Uh, I had my second jab today, so I've got a dead arm. Mm. Yeah, yep, good old dead arm. Uh, feeling mm. okay otherwise, though? It's not got you under the weather, has it? No, I'm fine. That would be my famous last words, but so far, mm. so good. Yeah, wait till you wake up in the morning, we'll see. I was all right with that, actually. Uh, so we're in the middle of Red Week. Uh, we're not in the middle of Red Week. We've done Red Week. We're in the middle of Scavenger Hunt Week. Uh, we're recording on Monday night. We're already seeing some absolute bangers, aren't we? Yeah, um, someone took a picture in front of a Reliant, a three-wheeled car earlier, I saw. JP, I've, I think. Yeah. I've, 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 I've seen three or four. Reliant's Mike Slack's found one. I've seen a couple of people that have found them. Mm-hmm. I think they're more common than we thought they were. But yeah. Still... Well worth your miles. Well worth your miles. Um, so scavenger hunt week is in full effect. Uh, just to remind us, Lou, we said that it was what? So the items, of course, the 10 bonus miles is for the three-wheeled car, but they can also get miles by taking a picture in front of a tractor, taking a picture in front of a sofa a shop. Tractor. A tractor. Diff- a tractor, um, a sofa shop, and what was the last one? Graffiti. Graffiti. An animal, wasn't there? Oh, and stroking and the animal. animal. I forgot yeah. about that. Neil Marshall punched a horse this morning. Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> and um, someone so, stroked a slug, didn't they? Oh. They did. They did. Yeah, uh, Davinia, I think it was. Yeah, very yeah. good. Jack's team. Yeah, very, very, very uh, inventive. That um, made me amazing. feel weird. Mm. Oh, I don't like slugs. Uh, no, I thought it was very clever. Um, yeah, a bit of a bit of a sore subject in our group chat is Neil Marshall in the horse. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, moving on. So, what have we got next week then, Lou? Um, next week. Oh, okay. Right, I'm going to start with the hashtag. Next week we have hashtag WTF early bird. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know, but I did think I was always going to throw it in, and I couldn't finish. On that, could I? <laughs> it would have been a uh, an anticlimactic finish, yeah. Yeah, so I've thumbed it in now. Three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 slipped, just slipped it in. 
Um, we are what we're a walking innuendo this evening, aren't we? Um, oh no, I've had a gin. I've gone wild. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm off the leash. Um, so yeah, so no, it, it is a good one. So you know, it, it's still light enough to get out early doors, isn't it? So what can people win from a bonus mile perspective, Lou? Okay, so this is walk or run minimum one mile. If you start your run or walk before six a.m. I you will get 10 bonus miles okay and if you start it before 5am so a little bit earlier you will get 20 miles oh that's a big carrot to dangle and just to double check Lou it's a one and done job isn't it you can't go out every day and get 100 miles or whatever yeah just do it the once um, and I will be doing the night feed at 5am so you won't be alone if you want to send me a message there you go slide into lose dms <laughs> to find out how freddie is feeding um in the middle of the night <laughs> lou lou uh, could you give me a ring to wake me up because i'm normally quite bad at getting up early oh yeah okay thank you he doesn't he doesn't need the miles he doesn't need i won't miles. actually i won't do that and i won't do it for anyone um else so please don't <laughs> 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 Regretting putting that offer out there now, aren't you? Um, <laughs> you become everyone's personal alarm clock for the next seven Take days. Uh, lovely. So WTF early bird week starting next Monday. Yeah. Run or walk ten. Uh, sorry, run or walk before five a.m. for ten miles. Uh, Six a.m. for ten miles. Five a.m. for twenty miles. And that is, of course, in conjunction with our ongoing final challenge for the last three weeks. Lou, do you want to remind everybody who might not have seen it on social media what that is? Oh, I absolutely love it. So it is go and volunteer at a park run, at a race, um, yeah, or a junior park run as well, isn't there? And yeah. you will get an additional, what is it, 50 bonus miles? Up if you to do 50 bonus three. miles. Yeah, yeah so three. the next three weekends, you've got six potential park runs to get to, three adult, three junior. And if you'd volunteer at one, we're going to give you 10 bonus miles. If you volunteer at two, we're going to give you 25. And if you volunteer at three or more, we're going to give you 50. And our pledge is that we want our Fartlek family to pledge 100 volunteer slots in the next three weeks. That's what we want to get to. That could be a big change as well. In the that could, in the leaderboard. Mm. Could be a massive And also, swing, yeah. you might get to meet a fellow Matt Bag, Jackass or Robhead if you're both volunteering at the same park run. It'd be a good chance to meet up. It'll be a brilliant chance to meet up. Absolutely good shout, Jack. Good point. Well made. So, yeah, uh, plenty of bonus miles up for grabs. Um, I'm, of course, using my golden baton this week. Yeah. Um, uh, so I guess we've got to check if um, somebody wants to use his. Uh, <clears throat> I, I used my link first week, if you can remember. The, 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 no, the miles have not been added on I just yet. I don't recall that, no. Yeah, oh, didn't. They've not been added on just yet, so if you want to just sort that out, we'll... Uh, no. Yeah? No? Are you using it um, this week or not? I think he was using it in the first week of September. <laughs> yeah, which is which will be, when this recording goes out, will be the yeah. Monday following. So yes, I'll be using oh, it this yeah. week. There we go. <clears throat> yes. Golden... The golden batons are in play. Let's joust. Wait, um, so, so Rob's is live now yes. and Max yeah. is next week? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. 
Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, was like I was twice you've done that today. I can't stop doing it. Sammy keeps looking at me dead wigs. Like every time she says, I'm like, very interesting. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, uh, Lou, thank you so much. Um, winding down now, aren't we? We're getting close to the end, but hopefully still some time, some exciting stuff in the next three weeks. Uh, we'll let you get back to your busy evening and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Nice. See you soon. Bye. 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 And now that's done, Mafu. Has about hit me with a roll call? Alright, partner. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What? Keep roll calling, 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 calling. Oh, we're keeping going. I've never done there if you want, I'll do. Yeah, no, no. I, I was ho- I was hoping you'd carry on, but we'll <laughs> we'll we'll finish it there. Uh, we've got some uh, uh, some shout outs this week, Matt. You've got a couple you wanted to start with, haven't you? For people who've smashed their goals in this last week or so. I have, yeah. So I, I put a call out in in the Matt Bag group. Uh, Laura Blackwell, bless her, got back to me. She says, "Can I shout myself shout myself out?" <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, you can shout yourself out. Yeah. yeah so she got to uh, sixteen miles. Uh, Despite two watches and her headphones dying on her, uh, she didn't take enough gels out uh, and picking what seems to be the hilliest route in Nottinghamshire. Uh, oh, and I got sunburned, she said. So uh, I did offer to uh, fix her watches for her because obviously I'm the Garmin king now, but uh, she says that it just needed charging back up. So uh, Laura Blackwell, well done, 16 miles. Well, well done, Laura. Um, so I've got one that's come through. I wanted to give a big shout out to uh, Leanne, well, it's Leanne, Leanne Runs With Heart has shouted out. Mm. Um, she wanted to mention Emily, so Emily's running journey. So she's been uh, in the middle of a big house move oh. and uh, and she's been smashing her training out. So just a big well done on behalf of Leanne and, of course, us at What The Fartlek uh, to Emily. I uh, hope the move's gone well and well done for sticking with the training and keeping smashing it. Well done. Uh, we've got also JP, our, our very own, not Jack Penfold, but uh, the other JP, the better JP, John mm-hmm. Pickup, uh, he's done his first part run uh, this weekend, the Cliff Row Castle uh, part run, and it was the 100th part run there. So well done, JP, for your first part run. He also sent me a message saying he wanted shouting out for not getting too drunk this week. But OK. Um, <laughs> so he just loves the attention, doesn't he? So Lisa Lady, hmm? uh, give her a follow on Instagram. She's just hit six months of Red Week. Wow. Red week, six months of red. It's not just a week, it's six <laughs> months of it. Six months of red. Wow. So, so pretty incredible. So she's very humble. She doesn't think she's running very fast, <laughs> but I think she's pretty incredible. Uh, she's... Yeah, she's six months of at least 5K a day, and now she's back up to running half marathons. Well, she'll be catching Rav up soon then, won't she? Absolutely, she will. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. And then another one I've got. So LD3519 on Instagram. Just nailed yes. a 5K PB. Well done. Although I think that's I think that's Laura off my team. It is Laura off your team. Did you, did you have that? On, have I stole that? No, no. I just, I just remember. I just recognise the uh, the username. So yes. Well. Uh, no, I've got I've got a couple more to uh, to give out. So I've got uh, congratulations to Reese uh, Reese Gidley. Can't say can't say his name. Uh, on, him and his missus has had a new baby, so it's the second child. So congratulations oh, to them. Amazing. Congratulations, yeah. guys. And also, I just want assume, to. Sh- I, I, I assume they're calling the baby Rob. <laughs> no, no. Oh, G- no. Matt. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I've got the last one finally, uh, Series 3, Episode 1, Guest. Do you remember who that is? Oh, I do, and I know where you're going to go, but I'll let you pick him up. <laughs> so, yes, we've got uh, episode one, uh, episode, Series 3, Episode 1, Guest, Nick Butter. Uh, Nick Butter runs on Instagram, has finished his 500... Sorry, 500, 5,240 mile trek around Britain. So he's done 200 marathons in 128 days. He suffered broken bones, blisters, torn Achilles, pulled hamstrings. Uh, but he's also been out and run, run with 1,560 people while he's been doing that challenge. So well done, Nick Butter. He's finally finished that uh, run around Britain that we spoke about on Series 3, Episode 1. Absolutely amazing, isn't it? Isn't it absolutely bonkers to think that while we've been making basically an entire series and a half of the podcast, he's just been out running, every yeah, day. yeah, running a marathon every single day. Yeah, um, I'm running with Jack as well. So, who has also sent me no less than three messages asking for me to shout him out, which I will <laughs> not be doing. So, that's the end of our roll call. Woo, whoop, whoop, whoop. Well done, everybody. Uh, yeah, please well do done, keep guys. coming in. We love hearing from you guys and your achievements. It's the best bit of what we do. So that's about it for today for us, Matt. But I believe we've got some fan calls. We have the usual thank you. So thank you to Graham Linley for the super awesome theme music. That was a bit modest, a bit... bit, uh, bit yeah, understated, understated today. A bit yeah, understated. Laid back, yeah. Uh, thank you to Tanya for coming on, uh, giving us, uh, telling us her story. Um... Who else we got to thank? Statman John, Louise, Jack, uh, the rest of the podcast crew. Uh, thank you. All, all, thank me? Oh, you never thank me. Thank, thank you, mate. Thank you for being you. Thanks for dragging me around the 18 miles, mate. Oh, I loved it, mate. I loved mm. it. And I love you. Do you want to hear who's on next week? Yes, please. Very exciting one. Oh. Uh, Mr. Henry Ainsley is joining us next week. Henry Ainsley. You might know him better as the bearded runner. Right. And Henry Ainsley is embarking in September um, on a, a brand new challenge. I'm not going to go into too much. We're not going to spoil it. He's done lots of endurance challenges. akin to our Mr. Nick Butter, who's just finished his challenge. Right. Um, except Henry's got a massive freaking beard. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's raising awareness for male suicide prevention. Um, he's a he's a really really good dude. Um, he's about to set off on a new challenge. He's going to tell us all about it next week on the show. Uh, he's a good one. I think we're round. We've got three very very good guests to finish off the series, and I think you're going to love every single one of them. And we're starting with the bearded runner himself, Mr. Henry Ainsley. So looking forward to that oh, one. Nice one. I hope is he, is he teaching you how to grow a proper beard as well. Oh, piss off, dickhead! <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, right, I feel like now I'm going to go off and sulk about my crap beard. That's where we're <laughs> going to finish the evening tonight. Um, so, guys, if you do want to uh, find out more about us, you can give us a follow. We are all over the internet, like the kind of rash you get when you go out in the mid noughties and um, uh, and don't wash your bits. No, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. I was, I'm talking sexually trying well, to like, like, like the kind of rash you get when you jump in a pile of nettles no I, was talking, I, I know i was talking about stds but i just couldn't i couldn't <laughs> think i couldn't think of a way of saying it without just like being like getting weird just 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 shagging with that protection <laughs> I, I so, know, yeah, I, yeah let's let's finish up I'm, rob let's I'm, I'm, I'm not proud of myself i'll be honest but anyway if you want to follow <laughs> us um 
just search what the fart like we're on instagram we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on youtube you can also find us on our exclusive website www.whatthefartlek.com if for whatever reason after that shit show you uh you want to give me a follow i'm at little Runaboy rob on instagram and i am at matty owls and hello i'm jack penfield and my mind's jack penfield running sorry sorry it's at at jack penfield running <laughs> I'm so posh, I'm Jack I've got servants and a massive house. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, oh, Jack Penfold. Uh, and follow Lou at Sweatmuch. Lou's a diamond. Are you, you're not doing Lou's? No. Thanks, <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm scared of her. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to make yeah. fun of her. Wait for a Jack all day. <laughs> um, but until we speak to you guys next week, may your runs continue to be wonderful. Don't forget to be excellent to each other. And uh, we'll see you next week. I need a. I need something to say after that. What? Okay. Do you? Need, oh, do you want a catchphrase? Yeah. Well, go on then. Come up with one. Um. Time's ticking. We can't stay on forever, Matt. Come on, think of one quickly. Kaka. Did. Did you just say kaka? See you later. Like like a bird, kaka. Y- yeah, kaka. Bye. <laughs>